0: Learn more at marines.com.
1: Hi and welcome to another Anfield Rap Special. I'm Josh Sexton. Over the course of the weekend, myself and Craig Hannan were in Stuttgart covering the Mercedes-Benz Junior Cup 2019, an indoor six-a-side tournament in which Liverpool's under-18s were taking part. On the Saturday evening, which was after day one of the tournament, we were given the opportunity to speak to Barry Lutas, the under-18s manager, who was great and really helpful in giving up his time to chat to us. So thank you very much to him for that and to all his staff and players who were a pleasure throughout, which was capped off by the players going on to win the tournament on the Sunday, the day after we recorded the interview. A big thank you also to Mercedes for giving us the opportunity to cover what was a great event and for their hospitality throughout. We asked Barry about his thoughts on the, on the tournament, his role as under-18s manager, Klopp's influence on goings-on at the academy and, of course, the emerging talent of Keanu Hoover. Here's what he had to say.
0: Yeah, 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 real enjoyable, really enjoyable. So, obviously, first experience at a competition like this, six a side, indoor, you know, it was full, wasn't it? Lots of people in there, it was hot, you know, there was a bit of atmosphere, especially the Schalke game, they brought a few supporters waving the flags, so yeah, yeah, it was different, it was good. Not Schalke keeper
1: as well. He was mad, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, it was, it was quite funny actually because you know we were quite comfortable with him having the ball. He kept bringing the ball out to the halfway line, but then there was a few moments where we were thinking, is he getting a bit close to the goal
1: here? <laughs> but uh, but it worked out in the end. So I'm just interested to know a bit a bit about your sort of job around the youth team. Then, what is, do you have a sort of open line of communication with Klopp in terms of the players at U C? Because obviously you're managing these lads majority of the time. Do you then get to relay that information to the manager, or does that go through the likes of Alex Inglethorpe and people like that?
0: Yeah, no, my, my yeah, my job, my job just day to day is to work with the boys, concentrate on their you know individual development, and obviously then try and put it into a collective identity in terms of when we play the games. Obviously, you know, the dealings of boys who are going to move up and, and, and possibly be around, you know, Melwood, you know, that, you know, their decisions and that'll be done by Alex and, and and obviously the next step for some of the boys is to go up with Critch with the 23s. So, you know, no, my job's very much kind of just day to day, keep an eye on the you know, on the boys and what they're doing and just keep working towards that. So.
1: You know, I suppose quite a lot. of That's like you have to keep them motivated. and You have to keep that desire there because, particularly at a young age, you sort of hear a lot of stories in football now of, of lads who've, who've who've just gone out of the game so young and fallen out of love with it, and that can be through you know being released by clubs, but especially a big club like Liverpool. If it, if maybe that taste of first team football is not quite there, how do you, how do you deal with that?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, we're probably we're probably in a fortunate position at the moment in terms of you know there seems to be there seems to be a pathway. You know, if if, if if your attitude and mentality is right, and obviously, you know, if you're good enough as well. But, you know, I think in terms of the <clears throat> the style of football that's being played at the academy now right the way through, you know, from, from the Little ones, obviously, through to the 23s, it's a real good atmosphere, a real nice, you know, way of playing. So I think the boys are motivated to play. You know, they want to be here. You know, they enjoy, you know, playing for Liverpool and everything that brings. But on top of that... In terms of kind of, you know, boys losing motivation and so on and so forth, you know, at at the moment, you know, we just work hard day to day. And, you know, certainly we haven't seen a drop in in attitude or motivation in our group. So, you know, we've just got to keep working hard.
1: When you talk about the pathway to the first team, I'm interested to know with the, with the move to Kirby that's happening, where all the, all the side's going to be there, how much do you think that's going to increase the sort of desire when, when you've got these lads that you've got now who will be training at Kirby still to be in and around the first team and to be around them players? Because I sort of noticed bits from today where I was, where I was saying to Craig, you know, uh, Remy in particular, he was, he was turning players like he was Virgil van Dijk and there's a couple of things where you think, oh, he's, he's been watching them in the first team, but to be around them players must also be massive for them.
0: Can, yeah listen, I can imagine. Listen, the pathway at the moment, you know, and Kirby to Melwood, I think's work fine. You know, obviously you'd hope in a few years' time, you know, that, you know, that transition makes it even easier, being on the same site, if you like. But our focus is very much on we've got to continue to produce boys that are good enough. You know, that's that that's the end of, you know, boys are good enough, they'll make that journey to Melwood. Just as easy as if they make the journey to the back of Kirby. So, you know, our focus is very much on on you know developing the boys individually on the areas that they need to improve. And then hopefully, you know, in terms of when that move happens in a few years' time, yeah, logistically, it'll make things easier. But obviously, in terms of that motivation as well, I imagine, you know, having, having the first team not too far away, I'm, I'm sure will be a motivational factor for the boys.
1: And you mentioned if the boys are good enough, there's obviously a lot of talk about Keanu Hoover at the moment and, and how he's been performing this season. You've probably not worked with him that long, obviously, only only just signed in the summer, but, but are you proud to see all these suggestions around him and the thought and they could be in the first team?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be, Listen, you'd be you, you pleased for any of the boys, yeah. you know. You know, has done well. He's settled in well. Uh, he's a nice boy. Uh, he's Got a good attitude. Uh, he's fitted in well with the group, and you know when he's played, he, you know he's fitted into the style of playing which we want to play. So you know, in terms of his you know his rate of progress, you know he's done extremely well. So you know credit to him, but he's got to keep up that hard work, you know, which I, which I've told him. But you know he is. He's got a good attitude. He's a good boy. So you know, good luck to him.
1: And what's he like as a player? I suppose that's the sort of burning question on everyone's lips at the moment. I'm sure there'll be loads of articles written about him. But what what do you see as his sort of strongest attributes? Uh, I mean,
0: he's got he's he's only young. He's only 16, so you know he's got you know he's got a lot of development still to do. But you know he's got good core techniques. So technically, he's a good player. Uh, athletically, he's quick. Uh, he plays tough. Uh, he's got a good appreciation of the game. He understands how how we want the game to be played. Uh, and you know credit to him I think when he's moved up and played with Critch in the 23s he's done well he's done well so you know in, in terms of that he's got a lot to do he's got a lot of improvement to do but you know we believe he's in the right place he's in the right environment and we'll continue to push him
1: and I suppose if he, if he was to make that step up, and it's similar to the question asked before, I suppose where some players might make that step up and play, be in the first team squad one week and then the next week they might be back down with you playing <laughs> playing away somewhere horrible. How do you deal with that? How do you sort of temper the expectations for the lads like that?
0: Uh, you know, listen, it's, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> of course, you know, at the moment we're not in that situation with him, you know what I mean? So I don't want to get too carried away and say he's going to play, he's going to play here, he's going to have to drop down because that's all ifs, buts and maybes. But, you know, he's a level-headed kid. He's got, you know, obviously he's got a real good support network with his mum and dad. You know, it, you know, I would say that we've got a real strong support network at the academy in terms of obviously the coaching staff, Phil Roscoe. And, you know, you know so, you know, we'll cross that bridge, you know, if and when we come to it. But, you know, he'll be fine. He'll be fine.
1: And in terms of when you're, when you're assessing the players then, is, is there part of you which, when, you, when you're looking at me, think that maybe they're ready, ready for you know, further step ups and further things? Do you ever sort of relay that information to Alex Inglethorpe or would that be his job to do? Because I was looking at some of them lads on the other teams today, thinking of you know, number nine for Hertha Berlin, and he looks like he could just go and play in the Premier League tomorrow with the sort of physicality he had. Yeah, hopefully not, because we played him first thing in the morning, so hopefully <laughs> he doesn't play that.
0: Uh, yeah, no, listen, it's not, it's not, you know, in terms of, you know, it's up to the boys to perform consistently. You know, you know, in in terms of week to week, and you know, you know, turn them them performances into consistent behaviours. You know, and you know, the more they play, and you know, we've got a close eye on their development. We talk a lot, obviously, as a staff in the academy, and at the right times, you know, they'll get their opportunity. You know, and obviously that'll be for you know, as I said before, that'll be for Alex to to make the necessary calls or in the necessary meetings. You know, my focus is just day to day, keep working with the boys, keep working as hard as we can, and obviously. If someone if someone thinks they're ready for the next step, which is maybe the under 23s, well, great, and then we, you know, and then we move on to the next one. But the focus, the focus really is not us looking too far ahead. You know, it's making sure we're doing the work that needs to be done day to day.
1: I suppose when, when you say not looking too far ahead, I'm just going to sort of con- contradict you slightly there. In terms of Liverpool's success this season, how easy does that make the job for you in terms of motivating the lads to, to want to be a part of that success and, and want to be at Liverpool and, you know, be putting in the hours in, in and on the training pitch with you and in, in the matches with you in the hope that, you know, it's going to pay forward at some point in the future? No, Of course, of course. I mean, what
0: the first team are doing at the minute. I mean, it's, it's exciting, isn't it? You know, for the, for the players probably involved, the staff, obviously the supporters. So, you know, it's a real exciting time. And I don't think that's just a, a half-season thing, you know, you think from carrying on from the back end of last season and the way they finished uh, the league campaign, the Champions League. So, you know, it's, it's been a fantastic journey, I suppose, which I'm sure has got more, more positives to come. Uh, but, in term, you know, in terms for the boys, yeah, it's a huge motivation. The boys want to play in the Premier League and they want to play, they want to play for Liverpool. You know, I think there's a realisation that as the first team get better as the first team improve, we've got to improve as well. Because that level that they have to bridge to try and get into the first team becomes, becomes more difficult. So, you know, that's what we remind the boys day to day. You know, if you're gonna, you, know, if you, if you want to get to where you want to be, that's a, tough, that's a tough ask. You know, so as the, as the level gets bigger or the level of the performance gets bigger, we've got to up our game as well. And we remind the boys of that pretty much daily, which they'll probably tell you. <laughs> uh, so, 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 yeah, you know, it's a, I'm sure it's a huge motivational factor, isn't it?
1: And two of the players we spoke to you about before before we started recording this were obviously Bobby Duncan and Keanu Hoover's was the other one. For Bobby coming from Manchester City and you mentioned the sort of the, the want to play for Liverpool there, how how much have you seen that in him, that desire? Because you mentioned that there's other players who who are sort of chomping at the bit within your squad and a and bit making all the right noise, but then Duncan's coming in and, and is scoring more goals probably than anybody expected him to do.
0: Yeah, no, no, probably, you know, without, without selling them short, you know, We thought he'd score the goals. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. no, we did, you know, in terms of, you know, that's his his quality. You know, the pair of them, to be fair, Paul Galatzel and Bobby, we knew we'd have a partnership there that would score goals. Uh, You know, I've said time and time again, you know, we've created a lot of chances for them. Uh, That's not saying it's easy to stick it away. But I think the service service that we've provided for them from midfield and the way we've played has really helped, you know, showcase their abilities as a pair. Uh, but then at the same time, you know, they've come up with some big goals for us and, and big moments as well. You know, we've, we've, scored, we've scored a lot of late, late, late goals this season and, you know, they've kept the nerve and put the ball away. So, no, you know, he's done well, he's settled in again. You know, he's, you know, he's, he's, only, he's only new in, you know, he, he knows he's got parts of his game to develop. Uh, he's working daily, as all the boys are, because he knows we've got players behind chomping at the bit to try and get in. So if he takes his foot off the gas, you know, there'll be, there'll be someone ready to take his place and he knows that. And you know he is. He's working hard day to day on his game, so he's done well. But I think as a partnership, I think that's been really exciting for us. I think we've had a couple of boys up top who score goals, and, and when the other boys have come in as well, they've scored goals. So yeah, it's probably been a real uh, a real strong point of <coughs> excuse me of our game this season.
1: You mentioned the style of player there. Is, is there an expectation on you to sort of get these boys in, into the sort of shape where they where they could play for Liverpool's first team? I know you say that you don't look too far ahead, but would you have to sort of adopt the style of, of what the Liverpool first team does? Yeah, no, of course, of course. You know,
0: you know, you know. I'm not saying we've got to play identical to the no. first team. Uh, you know, in, in terms of you know, you know, we're still we're still developing. You know, and sometimes, you know, as I said before, you know, we want to, we want to win every we, we want to win every game we play. Okay, but we, you know, we've got to take risks as well, and we, you know, we have to develop boys to be comfortable in possession under pressure, and sometimes that carries risk. So, you know, in terms of in terms of the style, we like to think we play an attacking brand of football. I think the goals are that the amount of goals we have scored, we're aggressive defensively, we press well, uh, and obviously in terms of that individual development part, we'll, you know, will come will come through as well. So, so yeah, you know, it's probably yeah at the moment things things have things have gone well. You
1: hoping to set the wheels in motion for a for a trophy winning season for Liverpool with, a, with the big one tomorrow then?
0: Uh, oh yeah, we'll see. We'll see <laughs> tomorrow. Uh, as I say, the boys have done ever so well, and it's not it's not. We are really inexperienced at this type of, you know, we, we 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 all came out as a as a as a team and with the staff as well just to see how teams did the subs because it's quite quick as you saw today. Five can come on, five can go off, and you've got to do it at the right time because the game doesn't stop. So. Uh, so, yeah, you know, we've learnt on the job a little bit. You know, we had a number of things that we said to the boys that we wanted to be our non-negotiables that we do week in, week out in the, in the bigger form of the game and see if we could transfer them to the uh, to the six-a-side court today. And, I, you know, I thought the boys did that. So, we'll, we'll see. We'll see tomorrow. We'll see.
1: Perfect. Barry, nice one for your time. And nice one to Mercedes having us out here as well.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.